Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good today. So I just wanted to come on here before I share this Green Room episode from last night and just thank everybody who came through yesterday. If you guys do not know, yesterday was my first official show with Spotify Green Room. And um, they had posted it on the app. They announced it. And it was so dope to just see how they had it written out. They wrote, Tea Time Unfiltered, the metaverse and the future of virtual reality. Facebook is now meta and things are moving more and more towards the digital world. Join Spotify Greenroom contributor Lovely Tea to get the tea on the future of VR, AR, and the metaverse. And then you had a chance to either listen in on the app or just listen in as a guest. Um, go in the chat room, participate. I think my highest listens was 800 people. Last night, we had over 1,000, 1,500 people in there. We had like 39 guests, lots of people calling in, lots of great dialogue. And I even heard from Spotify after the show, and they basically said, unbelievable turnout, so exciting, really ride-ranging convo. So I just want you guys to give yourself a pat on the back for just coming through with just amazing dialogue, very respectful. We were able to agree to disagree, and I just love the turnout. I love the vibe. I hope you guys had a good time as well. The chat was popping, and I found out later on last night that Android users are now able to go into the chat as well in the green room. So once again, thank you guys so much for the support. Yesterday was amazing, and it's only up from here. Enjoy the show. If you're here to enjoy the tea, then feel free to chat with me. Come on and talk to me. I really want to know what you You guys are doing good. Yes, I see y'all rocking out. I see the gifts. I see folks breakdancing. Hey, <laughs> happy Tuesday. Thank you guys for joining me for my first official show with Spotify. And I really want to thank Spotify and the Green Room for really supporting your girl and just really loving what I've been doing these past few months. And it couldn't have been possible without you guys just coming through, showing love, and really participating. So welcome, welcome, welcome. All my iPhone users, y'all know what it is. We have a chat room in here that you guys can discuss. Um, anybody who has an Android, go to the Discord. The Discord is popping as well. You guys can chat with the other Android users over there. So today I got my girl, Lady J, on the line. And we're going to talk about everything that's going on with this whole metaverse situation. Um, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Virtual reality is really becoming our future. And I'm starting to feel like a lot of people are about to be left behind. And a lot of people are really uninformed about the future of virtual reality. And regardless if you want to be a part of it or not, or however you feel about it, you know, good or bad, this is the next phase of 
technology. This is the next phase of humanity. And it's a lot going on. It's a lot to unpack. So definitely raise your hands if you guys want to come up and speak. So Lady J, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, how you doing, sis? <laughs> Thank you for um, co-hosting with me tonight. Always. It's a pleasure. Hey, everybody. Hope you guys are all doing well. Definitely. Um, can you turn your microphone a little bit more? Yeah, it's okay. It's better. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit better. Yep, I can hear you better now. Okay, great. So... I wanted to get into like a lot of this stuff that's going on. And I know we've been talking about it as well. Um, Everything that's going on with the metaverse, there's going to be a lot of job opportunities in the future. It's going to be a lot of things coming down the pipeline. And a lot of people are jumping on this. And so, no, Snoop Dogg, okay, everybody's favorite rapper from the 90s, honey. Y'all know, rolling down the street, smoking Enzo, sipping on gin and juice. Well, Snoop Dogg had bought himself some virtual land. And so when people realize that Snoop had bought some virtual land, do you guys know that in less than 24 hours, um, the property around his virtual land has gone for like $1.4 million virtual property. I am saying is this, I think that is bananas. I looked into that story and I'm like, wow, is this where we're going? Is this the direction we're going in? That's what it seems to be. And it's a lot of money to be made right now in the virtual uh, universe and the metaverse. And they're saying at this point in time, a lot of people are already been conditioned. If you really think about it, um, you have a lot of people who are into like video games. Right. So we got the Sims. We got, you know, um, Second Life. You have a lot of these virtual reality games, even things like, you know, like the NBA games, like NBA uh, 2K and um, the football games, even in those games, there are avatars. And a lot of times, you know, just like in Fortnite, people spend a lot of money on their virtual gear. You know, that is like a big deal to a lot of these kids. I can't tell you how many damn gift cards I done bought for Fortnite and for other games for kids to buy virtual clothing. That's true. And that's true. yeah, so that's where it's like going at this point. And from what I researched, they're already they're saying that the virtual clothing industry is already at one billion worldwide. That's insane. I can't even believe that that's real. But you know what? When you can't have the things in the tangible reality, let's take it to this virtual reality. That's what we called it. Now we have this guy trying to coin the term metaverse, you know, which he stole from somebody else. But that's a whole nother conversation into itself, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but a part of me thinks too that. A lot of this comes from, it's kind of like the offshoot. I don't know if the term offshoot is the right word. It's the byproduct of, you know, C-19. Meaning that prior to January 2020, we were all close-knit, close quarters, nine to five, eight to four, whatever that was. And now we've had to find a way to still interact with distance and still be efficient and effective in our workplace with our kids going back to schools and things like that. So I think that C-19 in a way 
is the byproduct of what was inevitably going to happen anyway. We've seen a lot of sci-fi movies, but I think that a lot of us still didn't expect it to be right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it. I think the coronavirus definitely ushered it in quicker because it went from like the kids gaming, like the kids had been gaming and, you know, running through the streets of Fortnite and doing a lot of the virtual stuff. And the parents were kind of forced to catch up, you know, during the whole lockdown because it's like, OK, well, I'm not really working. I have nothing else to do. Let me play these video games with my kids and find out what this is about. And when I say one billion dollar virtual business, I'm talking about globally. I'm not talking about in America. This is a global situation. When you're talking about something virtual, we are talking about the entire world is going to be involved in this. Um, it was recently announced that in Trinidad and Tobago, they were the first country to um, basically put themselves in the metaverse. So they're going to be taking a bunch of 3D imagery of Trinidad and Tobago, landmarks, things like that. And when you go into the metaverse in the future, you'll feel like you are in Trinidad and Tobago. So this is really crazy where this can go. And so there's going to be a lot of jobs sparking from this, right? Um, yeah, even now we have top luxury brands like Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton collaborating in the digital world. They're collaborating with the metaverse. We had Moschimo. They were collaborating with Sims. We had Canada Goose. They collaborated with uh, Tabo Life. Um Taobao, excuse me, like, so you have a lot of these big luxury fashion houses, they're seeing the value in this, and they're running to this space now. So now, not only can you floss in the real world and, you know, stunt on your haters, well, now they're bringing all that bullshit that we don't even want to see, you know, like that we're literally tired of seeing on Instagram, the constant flossing and the constant showing off, well, now it's in the virtual space. And if you guys do not know, um, just two days ago, a digital Gucci bag, okay, in the U.S. sold for $4,000 on Roblox. $4,000. So, it, that was even more than what they could have sold it for in the real world. So in Ro they sold it in Robux uh, coins or whatever, and it was like 350,000 Robux coins, and which you know equates to over $4,000. So that has really has so that really got a lot of fashion houses thinking like, okay, being that people are not really buying luxury brands as much because, you know, the economy is not the best right now, right? Mm -hmm. If they have all of this digital coins and they're playing all these video games, then they can use those digital coins to buy our digital purses. And it's actually selling. People are buying this. You know, like I said, Snoop Dogg just got new neighbors who spent over a million dollars in NFTs to live next door to Snoop Dogg. It's getting real, you guys. Yeah, I saw that. I actually looked into that, and I'm like, 1.23 million on digital land to be next to Snoop, because in real life, you can't do it, but you can do it in the virtual world, and it is. It's all about this clout, and it's a scary place to be, but again, I still say, is this the inevitable? Was, is this the direction we're going to go in anyway? That's the question. I don't know, but it, it, it scares me. Um, I think about when you said the whole Trinidad and Tobago. Remember mm -hmm. when 
when remember when Puerto Rico, y'all, remember they had that Hurricane Maria a few years ago, and then um, Mark Zuckerberg got dogged on MSNBC for trying to do some virtual reality being in Puerto Rico the same time Trump was throwing those paper towels at people. Does anybody remember that? I feel like this all was the test run. This was all the test run because we saw the roadblocks, we saw the Minecrafts, and you know, I have kids. They are transfixed. They are transfixed. They stay in this metaverse. So it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, and I was just so surprised that there's going to be a lot of jobs coming down the pipeline, you guys. And that's what I want you guys to understand, that I feel like they're going to be taking a lot of things in the real world. They're going to be put, putting them in the metaverse. And so one of the jobs that's being put out there is for people who are digital photographers. If you know how to do 3D imagery. And when I say 3D imagery, like let's say you're going to go buy a house. This was really big when during COVID, during the lockdown, when you couldn't go house hunting, you would go into these people's houses with 3D imagery. You could literally walk through the bathroom, go from floor to floor. It's really crazy because I had to, we did a 3D image in my house that I sold this past spring. And it was insane to walk. Yeah, remember? We, yeah. It was insane to walk into my home where I live virtually. But that's what they're doing. So right now, there's going to be, you know, a, a form of income for people to go around the world, right, and take 3D image pictures to put in the virtual world. And what's eventually going to happen is that they're going to, like, people are going to be able to pay to have people come and do 3D imagery of their home, of every Uh facet of your home, your furniture, your plants, uh, your office, your bathroom. So then that way, when you go into the metaverse, you feel like you're literally, quote, unquote, at home. Yeah. And I think, too, I I think about some scenarios here and I think about people that I know adjacent Um, and a lot of these gamers who, you know, sit in their spaces and do not interact with people at all. Like you hear there's these terminology for people in Japan who are just really solitary, you know, solitary and stay within themselves. And then you have these gamers who just interact with people who are in that virtual world and don't have the social skills to interact with people in the tangible 3D world. And Mm -hmm. what really just scares me too is that I feel like at least here in America, And I can say in other parts of the world, but specifically in America, you see the playing field being kind of smoothed over for this shit. And the reason why I say that is because, unfortunately, I'm going to get political quick. But if you think about the things that we've been dealing with with this concept of fake news and people challenging using terms like alternative facts and things like that, it kind of like leveled the playing field in order for people to be able to be able to just digest anything. And then people get on these places like Facebook and these these different type of platforms and say all of this different stuff while some people get shunned and their pages get closed and shadow banned while others are promoted because it does something to just to see, oh, let's see how the people are going to move in this direction. I think all of this stuff has been an absolute scam and it's been a test to do what I think governments are doing now 
with all of these different initiatives and things like the metaverse. I think it's a little always more deeper than I think we would consider it. And that's what's just really jarring because it's happening so fast. We thought about this years ago and we talked about this. How many times have you had um, Zoom meetings and green rooms and discords talking about these different like sci-fi type of scenarios that we thought were 10 years coming down the road? And here we are going into 2022 having this conversation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Let me go ahead and bring some people on. Um, When I bring you on stage, make sure your microphone is muted until I say your name. Um, So I'm going to start bringing people on here and we can go ahead and and talk about this. Um, Let me go ahead and start with Jose. Jose, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Yo, sorry. What's up, Jose? (laughs) Well, what I want to speak about really, really quickly, not Mm -hmm. to get too, too deep, but if, has anybody seen that Meta commercial with the kids at the museum? I've seen a few of them. I don't know if I've seen that one. There's been so many commercials lately with the Metaverse. So the Metaverse, there's like this weird commercial where these kids are at like at an art gallery. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all POC or like racially ambiguous, which is also very funny to me. And... Um, there's this song that they're playing called SL2, Way in My Brain. That's the song that's playing in the commercial as well. There's a tiger killing an ox. The boy, the boy in the commercial is wearing this really crazy Black Sun shirt. And it's, I don't know, it, it's just, it, the commercial's so trippy. And I love hallucinogens. I love shrooms. I think they're spiritual. I think they're beautiful. But it, 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 it's, it's, it's kind of giving me the vibe of we're going to be tripping without spirit. We're going to be tripping without God. Like, mm. it, it, it's very, very demonic to me. It's, it, it really does freak me out. And when I, and I've been a DJ. I've, seen, I've gone to, like, really amazing sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the way these kids are moving is the same way DJs move when they're, like, peaking when they're doing the set where the people are going nuts and you do get possessed by music. I've, I'm okay sometimes getting possessed by music. I know that sounds crazy, but it, the whole commercial was just like possession and like tripping without like God. It, 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 that, that's as far as I can go into getting deep because it's the green room. It's not the same as a zoom meeting, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's it's very very terrifying because I do think that this is like very spiritual and it reminded me a lot of um, the Animatrix the world record scene with the with the track star if anybody knows what that is look it up but mm-hmm. that's what, that's the vibe that it was giving me Animatrix world world record look that up and you'll see what I think the metaverse is going to do to us but that's all I got to say okay well thank you so much for calling in Jose I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, bye. Um, Cassandra, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi. Oh, my God. I love watching your videos. I just discovered you a couple years ago. It's so exciting to finally be part of the Discord now. Thank you so much, and welcome to the show. What do you think about this whole metaverse situation? 
Um, so I have a, qu- a couple quick points that I want to touch on just because I mm-hmm. saw this coming a while ago. So basically, I remember when Shane Dawson started making his conspiracy YouTube videos. That's when he like kind of like got revamped. People were interested in his channel again. And mm-hmm. he was covering this one Instagram page that was of a virtual woman. And her name was Loma Kayla. Oh, I don't know if you Kayla. remember that. You remember, remember that, right? Remember they, the, her programmers tried to like come for me when I was like calling her out a few months ago. They had oh, her oh, like I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, I'm not trying to kill humans," but then it was highlighted in white that she was going to kill humans. No, yes, that's what her. I'm saying. Yes, and I remember <laughs> back. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I had a bad feeling about her, like when Shane Dawson was talking about her because he was asking her questions like. He's personally spoke to her because he was so interested in who was actually behind running the page. And she would really give ambiguous answers, talk around in circles, not giving any real answers to what she was Mm -hmm. actually doing. And it's probably just because she felt like her Instagram page would run better if it wasn't actually her. And it was a character that she made. And it just reminds me of all of what's happening now, like today, like this is what we're about to do. And it's giving me a demonic vibe, too. Like, I genuinely feel like all this metaverse stuff, like if you go ahead and like download your soul or into an AI or something, I genuinely feel like you're actually selling your soul and you won't be able to like enter heaven like you'll be eternally in purgatory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So because I, I know one thing I felt with a lot of these billionaires like trying to go into space and go into the metaverse. Is it a place where eventually like when we all watched that movie the other like we watched it like two weeks ago. I can't think of the movie name. Y'all can write it in there. The little boy who was in that virtual reality future. If somebody could write it because the name is like escaping me right now. But mm-hmm. remember, it was almost like. With, with like all of this AI and, and these different worlds, is it a place where we will, thank you, Ready Player One, that's the movie, where we will live mm. forever? You know, once See, our physical bodies exactly. die, will our spirits and our and our essence be in this metaverse so that way we never really technically die? You can always talk to mm-hmm. me and I'm always going to be like, honey, even if I'm not here. Exactly. You know, that's what exactly. my mind goes It scares me. No, it scares me too. Like, it's given me like selling your soul, but you don't really know what you're doing with your soul type deal. And like, they're selling you this amazing like thing you'll live forever like if you don't want to be in the real world like shit just go to this virtual world like no that sounds so strange to me like this has never happened before and it's coming so fast like a train like a freight train it's it's really not stopping like once it got going it's just been you know now facebook is metaverse it's like a whole bunch of weird shit is going on and it's it's happened so fast because it's like he announced it and you know like all of these name changes were done years Ooh. ago. Nothing happens yes. overnight. So all of this was planned. But it's like he announced it, he talked about it, and like my head has been spinning for the past three weeks since he announced it. It's like there's all this virtual real estate, people are buying clothes, people are like, Tia, you're gonna get a house in the metaverse. I know I'm it's like, so straight. No. And meanwhile, people are like literally taking real money and, and putting it, it in a fake money. world. It's so it's weird to me. My mind's blown. So weird. And just one more quick thing. I know I have to get off soon, but just I feel like because I don't know if you believe in this conspiracy. It's not very conspiracy like because they found out that like the COVID, you know, 
mutation or whatever was definitely manipulated by people. And that's why it's so fast to mutate. I'm thinking like, like, mm, what if they released this virus on purpose so that they could push people into the metaverse and scare people? Like, was this the whole entire plan so that, you know, it's, it's a virus that you get in the air. You don't want to be around people. Like you don't want to be around anyone. You want to stay in your house. And now that Mm -hmm. you have to stay in your house, we're going to offer this virtual reality. So you never have to leave your house. It's like a whole I feel like this has been planned and this it's now oh, yeah. coming to fruition. Yeah. And I feel very, very strange about it. And I'm I'm not interested in it at all. Yeah. I'm like Camille is saying in the chat, I've been taught my fist for I mean, at least like the past two years. I mm-hmm. really feel like the coronavirus was ushered in. It's the a real virus. Like I've said, mm-hmm. people have died. Yeah. I know people. I had an uncle die. So it's not. Oh yeah, me too. You know, thing. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that I feel like this was a catalyst to push all of this. And now we got the damn Omarion virus two stepping in on the scene. You and then all saying, those weird connections you made, and all those weird mm-hmm. connections you made with the name. So weird. So weird. Yes. So yeah, I think a lot of this is planned, and I think the metaverse, because like I always tell you guys, you know, problem, reaction, solution. So the problem was COVID and germs, and oh my God, you can't trust your neighbor and your family that can get you sick. Everybody's social mm-hmm. distance. So that's the problem. Well, now here's the solution. Now, because you can't really, they don't want you to be around other people because you can spread the uh, Omicron virus. Well, now mm-hmm. we can all go and kick it in a digital world. We can go into the yep. Fortnite concerts. Justin Bieber just put on mm-hmm. a, a, a virtual concert a few weeks yep. ago and millions yep. of people were there. You know, and it so, all started with yeah. Travis and Scott. And it all started mm-hmm. with Travis with his Fortnite concert. Yep. And then coincidentally, eight people, 13 people. I don't know how many people died at his concert. It's very all very just like step by step by step, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra, for calling in. I appreciate you. Of course. Thank you so much. Definitely. And you guys, if you want to give um, any diamonds, just double tap on the person's face. So definitely show the speakers and everybody talking love. Um, let me go ahead and bring on uh, Justin Blade. Justin Blade, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Oh, my God. Hey, T. How are you? Hey, Justin. How you doing, boo? I'm doing good. It's good to see you. I literally love you so much. I watch all your videos all the time. Thank you so much. So what are you thinking about this whole metaverse virtual world? Are you here for you? Are you not here for it? Let me know your thoughts. I am so not here for it. Like it is literally scaring me so much. And I really think what's scaring me the most is like how hard they're pushing it. Like kind of like what Jose said, like literally every, almost every video that I watch on YouTube, there's an ad for the metaverse. Mm-hmm. And it's like the way they're trying to push it to different communities. Like I, there was one ad, I don't know if anyone else saw it, but like it almost seemed like they were trying to push it towards like the trans community. Like, oh, you can be anything you want in this world. If you're, you know, you're trans, I you saw can be. That ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's so weird. I'm just like, they're soon they're going to try to push it towards black people. They're going to be like, oh, you're experiencing racism in the real world. Go down, get in the metaverse. And there's no such thing as racism. Like, right. You can be purple. You can be pink. It doesn't matter. You're an avatar. Everybody's the same. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's definitely scary. And, you know, I think right now I, I saw the whole ad that they did with um uh mark and right now it's like the animation's looking like very cartoony it's looking like not too real or whatever but like Mm -hmm. y'all have to realize like 
like a couple years ago, like video games was literally like Pong, like two lines and a dot. And now mm-hmm. video games are like so advanced that they look like real people. Like, and it's only been like a couple years. I can't imagine like what what the metaverse is going to look like in like 10 to 15 years. It's going to like be so real that you can't even like distinguish it from real life. Yep. That's what I feel. And my thing is this. Nobody's talking about this, but let, let me and you talk about it. Okay. What about <laughs> crime and nefarious people? So, like, Ooh. like is everything in the metaverse just supposed to be good? You mean to tell me that the asshole in, real, in the real world is going to somehow just be super sweet in the metaverse? Like, are people going to be, because you think about Grand Theft Auto. What do people do in Grand Theft Auto? Run around shooting people, beating people up, stealing cars. Well, will we have to deal with this nonsense in the metaverse. Granted, we can't technically die in the metaverse, but will there be crime where people can steal your NFTs? Like, I, I just feel like they're making it seem like it's like this beautiful, happy place. But with with all this technology, there's always some type of corruption. What if the Russian hackers come in and and take your avatar and now your avatar is out here wilding out? What they going to do? Okay, I'm like, are there gonna? (laughs) I'm like, are there gonna be cops in the metaverse at this point? Like, what is what's going on? Like, it is it's it's just so weird and. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I saw this one TikTok and they were like, yeah, everyone's hating on it now. But when, you know, when social media first came out, people were skeptical at first and now everyone's on it, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Right now I'm hating, but you'll, you, who knows? In like 10, 15 years, you might see me with my VR set on, you know, living my best life. So. Right, right. No, that's the truth. Eventually we all end up conforming in some way, shape or form. And exactly if you're talking about your livelihood, you know, what you do for a living. And, you know, if your boss is like, well, our company's moving to the metaverse and that's your job, well, what do you do? You know, just like yeah. a lot of these companies were saying, well, we're mandating the vaccine, either you get it or you, or you get fired. And right. the kind of people have to go get it, you know, not because they wanted to, but because they had to take care of their families. So, yeah, I feel like they are definitely pushing this for a reason. For sure, for sure. And I just, I don't know, it just seems like very demonic and just like I'm, I'm not into it, but we'll see. I just want to, you know, I don't want to take up too much time, but I just want to say I love you and you keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Love you too. Thank you for calling in, Justin. Appreciate you. No problem. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, bring on Laquita. Laquita, go ahead and unmute your microphone. It says Laquita on her because it's my actual name is Laquita. Oh, Chiba Stone. How you doing, sis? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm about to give y'all some real deal about this metaverse because I already bought land in the metaverse and I've already... See, my thing is, even though I'm not a part of it, I know my kids still need generational wealth. I know that Mm -hmm. my kids still need to live and be. So I'm on everything that is meta just because I know this is coming. No matter what we feel, Mm -hmm. no matter what's going on in our brain, they are going to make this a reality. So I need everybody to understand you don't buy NFTs. NFTs are non-fungible transfers, which means you can't really make money off of it unless that makes money. But you can always Mm -hmm. make money off of the fungible transfers, which means everything else is not an NFT like a DeFi and everything else. Make money off of that because when you make money off that, it's always going to make money like a stock market. This is going to be the new stock market. When you get into crypto, that's the new stock market. So if you get into it now and read all of those abouts, and uh, and get into all these apps that are saying, hey, we're going to give you this free crypto of this and free crypto of that. Spend that hundred dollars. Like, mm-hmm. trust me, you need to get in because, OK, what I did was I bought some land in the metaverse. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way that this works is 
you have to be standing right there at that moment in that time. If it is not already claimed, you can buy that land if you have that money right then and there on your hand. And your, so are, your where are you going to buy the land? Because that's the part I'm trying to figure okay. out. There's so many okay. different okay. sites. Okay. It's Atlas Earth. This one's the first okay. one. This is so the one at Atlas. Yes. Because there's another Atlas one that's Earth. called Sandbox. No, Sandbox is the one that has the crypto. That's the one that has the crypto first. But Atlas is going to be the one that blows on the map first. And then it has a crypto. It has like mm-hmm. four or five phases that's rolling out. Okay. So. Okay. I when I first enrolled in it, it hadn't even came up online. Okay, so right now everybody's just claiming land, and when you are claiming these parcels, these are small square pieces of land that you own and collect the rent on twenty four seven. As long as you Mm -hmm. are breathing, living, and you are alive, you are going to make money on this if you don't sell it, and it's going to continue to go up depending on where you are at, depending on whether it's legendary legendary land or whether it's rare land or whether it's common land. Common land is going to get you more money because people are flowing through that land. So that's paying you rent. As people are flying through this land and people are playing through this land and they build their land on top of this inside the metaverse and build their their everything mm-hmm. to make money off this. You feel what I'm well, saying? I- Right. And that's why I'm so glad you caught it and you're stating this part, because that's part of the show is that I feel like there's going to be a segment of the population, mainly minority people getting left behind. Because, like I said, in just the three weeks that I've been researching, I'm like, land is being bought up. They're out here taking 3D pictures. I'm like, damn, we just found out about this three weeks ago. Y'all been on this. Listen, it's been open for a month. This app, Atlas Earth, has been open for a month. I'm trying to be the governor of Kentucky at this point because I'm in Kentucky. You know where I'm at. But Mm -hmm. I own a farm here. And what I'm trying to do is create my own NFT. NFTs are basically like when you buy like a Pokemon or Pokemon Go or when you buy some some coins on some type of app or game, that means that you can't make money off this. But you can always spend it in this world, in this land. But when you buy regular, fungible, transferable Crypto, that's when you're able to make your money. So NFTs is not something that you want to invest all your money in. You get a couple of them, get you a couple stable coins, and then you invest Mm -hmm. when the market is down. When the market is down, the market just went back up. Like for the past, I don't know, two, three, four weeks, the market been down. It been in the red. I've been buying so much shit. And then this shit done jacked all the way up. And now I'm over here like they done told me that on Gemini.com, they were like, now that you are one of the first people that decided to do the earn program, we need your this, this, that input because we're going to upgrade you to like this metaverse shit is not no game and it's coming. Mm-hmm. So it is. Metaverse, you have to read and you have to see what they're talking about and what it actually means because some of it is bullshit. You have to see what the supply chain, what supplies out there versus the cap the maximum supply versus what the maximum supply is. If the chain and the supply is more than the maximum, then you're not going to make no money. But if the supply is way less than the maximum, oh, you're going to make so much money and it has potential to make way more money. Like okay, but let, let us ask you this because a lot of people are asking questions. You know, people in the okay. chat are saying, I need a real house. Now I'm supposed to be buying fake land we're we oh, as a people are doing too much. Other folks are saying I'm gonna be rich in the metaverse, but broke in the real world. No, you will not because it pays mm-hmm. you for money. You can create this into USD. 
into euro into whatever you're whatever wherever you are that's where you're collecting rent wherever you're standing that's the only place you can buy land at so if you go on a vacation and you decide to buy some land ain't nobody claimed then baby that's your land and that's your land and you're gonna make rent on that and it's gonna be different than where you are in minnesota or where i'm at in kentucky you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's it's a money grab right now because it's still small. It's still small because yeah. nobody wants to believe in it. But it's going to happen regardless because they've already set it in plan in motion. Once I seen that demonic ass situation that dude had with the five hour documentary that you did a hell of a job on. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, I ain't got time for it. I know what the fuck is really going on, but I got to make sure my kids understand what's going on. Because we're breaking mm-hmm. generational curses around her. So we got to tell them what they are in store for. So we got to see. We got to peep. We got to understand. We got to be involved. Because if you're yeah. not involved, you're going to get left behind. Mm. Well, thank you so much for that wealthy information. And this is why we have these shows. And I want to hear from you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I want to hear and get everybody's opinion on this because there's going to be a segment of the population that's unfortunately left behind who don't understand what this is. They're scared of it. They're nervous. I am, too. You know, I'm not necessarily jumping on this head first, but as I'm researching, I'm like, People are taking real legitimate money out their bank account and buying virtual land. I mean, this even with the clothing, it's like I'm sitting here watching this. Like this is the empire, the emperor's new clothes. Y'all remember that uh, children's book? How the emperor? They were like, oh, you know, you got a beautiful robe on. He walking around butt naked. Like people are literally playing for virtual fashions. You know what I'm saying? In this virtual world where you can go on, they'll create an outfit for you. You take a picture in the outfit, post it on Instagram like it's your own outfit. And they're saying, and there's no waste. You don't have to worry about fast fashion and ruining the environment. This is about to be the wave. As scary as it is, this is where the future is going. You know, and I just... It's very nerve wracking, but I want you guys to be aware that this is not going away. This is not going to be a failed project by Mark Zuckerberg. The entire global world is literally getting ready to go in on this whole metaverse. They want to connect, just like how the World Wide Web connected all of us to be able to talk and connect and, you know, watch videos and stream and all that stuff. This is what the metaverse is doing a step from now. We're going to be taking our essence and putting into an avatar and we're going to be able to see things that we physically can't go out and see. Like I physically can't fly to Dubai right now, but sometime in the future I can jump into an avatar and be in Dubai. Will it be the same thing? I don't know. You know, will the sun feel the same in the metaverse? Will the sand in my toes feel the same? You know, will I be able to breathe fresh air? I don't know. That's the part that's just very, very creepy. So let me go ahead and bring on some more people. Um, Lady J, if you have anything to add, feel free to unmute your microphone, sis. I do. I have to say, mm-hmm. I hope you guys can hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, LaQuinta, La she really, I really appreciate it. I hope I'm saying her name correctly. I hit her a few times, give her some diamonds or some gems because that was really <laughs> informal. Because you know what? She really said something that hit home for me. And even though I was like, oh, I'm nervous about this crazy shit. She right. She is absolutely right. Some of us are going to get left behind. And I really appreciate the fact that she kind of really broke it down in a very simplistic form. And I saw a few people in the comments. Me too. I went ahead and downloaded this Atlas Earth. I'm curious. I didn't mm-hmm. know. But is this, right. is this 
supposed to be our second Earth because we're fucking up the first one. Like, we go to the first world. They gonna kill us yeah. off in the first world and in the real world. This is the Matrix. I mean, I refuse to be here. I'm just gonna go sit down and chill and just just watch and participate. But that's all I really got to say about that. But thanks for okay. All right, perfect. Thank you, sis. Let me go ahead and bring on Brian. Go ahead and unmute your microphone, Brian. Hey, T, how's it going? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good, too. Just wanted to uh, call in to get into uh, some of this crazy stuff that's going on. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Can you talk into your microphone? Because people can barely hear you in the chat. You sound like you're far away on speaker. I'm, I'm actually going to take off the headphones, see if that's better. Okay, that's way better. Yeah, you sound so, like he was in the water. You sound like he was in the metaverse. I'm like, is he here on Earth? <laughs> this is probably. Okay, you but, sound way better. <laughs> all right, perfect. So uh, the way they're definitely going to push this, and I already see it, is through dullness. They're literally going to make us all feel like life is dull. There's nothing in this reality for us to do as fun as flying around in the metaverse with your own pair of wings that you just bought. Right. And and the commercial, I don't know if you guys heard that part, but, but the commercial that I actually saw, it was basically a guy waking up in a mansion. And, you know, he had every luxury you could possibly want. But, you know, the guy didn't look so happy until he put on his glasses, his virtual glasses. Then the walls were glittering. And he had virtual creatures running around his house and the sky was suddenly blue and everything just looked like it was aimed to be a much nicer experience because he was now in the metaverse. Life was now full of color. Mm. Now, somebody in the chat is saying that the metaverse, um, Layla is saying that she says the metaverse is a precursor for Aurelian, for an Aurelian state of being. So basically, this world that we live in, what I'm thinking Layla's saying, is going to get to the point where it's so miserable, where we can't do anything. We're probably going to end up going back on lockdown because of the Omicron, a.k.a. Amarion virus. So it's like, oh, my gosh, we're on lockdown again. They're probably going to start saying you can't get on the plane unless you have a vaccine passport. Just all types of mess. But in the metaverse, you're just free to fly around and go visit friends and go to concerts and, you know, just have fun. And I think what she's saying makes a lot of sense. Like they're going to make this physical world so miserable that you're going to want to just put on your VR glasses and get away from all this nonsense. Because we love escapism. That's why we play video games. That's why we watch YouTube videos. That's why we live vicariously through celebrities. It's all escapism. People spend all day on their phones already. They don't need to do much right. to get us to want to spend time on our phones. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it wouldn't be that hard. And now something that I want to bring up, which I related to this. So people that do high um, adrenaline sports have mm-hmm. higher rates of suicide. Are you serious? Yeah. So people that jump from mountains and do all that wild things, life mm-hmm. to them then becomes a little dull. Because, you know, they're not near death every 24 hours a day. They're not super mm. dopamine isn't running through their body like that unless they're jumping off a plane or, or, or doing something about, you know, that's, that's risk-worthy in that sport. So my question is, so are you going to make it to the point that unless you get on the metaverse, the real world is just going to be, <laughs> you, you need to die or go to the metaverse? Mm. Wow. And then imagine... 
if let's say 20 years from now that the technology gets so advanced from you know the secrets that they're getting from these damn aliens or whatever you know wherever they're getting the, the mm-hmm. secrets for this metaverse from <laughs> right let's say it gets so advanced that they eventually come at you like the matrix take exactly. the red pill or the blue pill and the that's what pill, I think you is stay here on earth you know what I'm saying and whatever you die physical death you take the blue pill and you die a, a death but they're able to take your soul and your essence and keep it permanently in the metaverse mm-hmm that would be think, interesting. I think we're basically in a reverse matrix. Mm. The AI that we're making now is eventually going to keep us in the metaverse and just let us not get out, get out of the metaverse and keep us there as our original experience because we are too wild as a society. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot going on right now as a society and it's just one more thing. Like we're already dealing with so much in the real world, the supply chain disruption, J- Joe Biden, he don't know if he's coming or going. We can't find Kamala Harris. Jesse Smollett mm-hmm. is out here at gay bathhouses doing coke bumps. Yeah, Chris, Chris Cuomo done got fired. It's a lot going on in this real world. Now we got to deal with the metaverse and trying to buy land before, you know, ain't no more land. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot but thank you so much for calling in I really appreciate you you're very welcome okay we'll talk to you later talk to you later have a good night you too bye let me go ahead and bring on uh, Michelle Capri Michelle go ahead and unmute your microphone Hi, hey Michelle can you turn your phone up so we can hear you really good yes can you hear me okay that's better okay perfect uh, thank you for letting me on. I feel like I've been listening to you and watching you on YouTube a lot, talking at you, um, and now we actually have to have a conversation. So thank you. All right. Well, welcome. What do you think about this whole metaverse situation? I think it's really crazy. I agree with the Matrix concept. I feel like technology has really been like a blessing and a curse at the same time because it was like less, a little bit less than 30 years ago, we didn't have access to cell phones like we do now. And so mm-hmm. much change within a small period of time, like we can't really control where it goes. But I will say I would I just bought a, a piece of land on Atlas Earth because like she said, I don't want to be behind. So I was researching. How much did your can I ask how much it costs? Like like well you don't have to tell me how much you spend, but like is there like a starting price? Cause I don't want to get on and they talk about a million dollars. I ain't got it, sis. Right. No, I did that one and it said it let me actually buy my lot for free. And then I think oh. anything else I'll have to like reboost or watch ads and things like that. But okay. I bought it at like point a whole bunch of zeros and one cents and now it's gone up like four hundred thousand percent within that. Mm. So it's pretty crazy to think about it. And then they say that you can turn in the money, you can trade in the money for your land for real mm-hmm. money if it hits beyond five dollars. So, so it's going to be very interesting to see where all of this stuff goes. Yeah. You know, I just hope it's just not a scheme to get people to put all their real physical money into this. And then they just run off with the bag because then I'm going to have to come to the metaverse and be ready to fight somebody because I'm going to need my coins. So, you know, what I mean, I just hope it's not one of them, you know, get get quick rich schemes and then people invest. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, all the, the land burnt down. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> But I feel like they're hitting this from all corners and angles because I'm actually a former teacher. And when I was working Mm -hmm. for a private school in Chicago, 
there was a company that was providing like, um, and some of you guys may have heard of it, but it's called Summit Learning. It's pretty much an educational program that literally hits all cylinders for what a school would need to grade, to contact parents, to give exams. They have the content, the curriculum, everything. And they're giving it to schools for free. And they're also mm. like, sh- they're also paying for flights for people to fly to like Texas, random places to do training, paying for um, hotels and everything. And then I found out the company is owned by Zuckerberg and his wife. So it's like, why are they doing these things? Especially since the curriculum is to encourage students to, to figure out how to learn by themselves. Right. Investing into programs like this for free where they're spending billions of dollars for it and not getting any money for it. So I always question why they were doing that. So they're mm-hmm. different angle. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Michelle. I really appreciate it. Thanks for calling with that information. All right. We'll talk to you later, sis. Let me go ahead and bring on uh, Layla Dean. Layla, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hi, T. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Excellent. Thanks for bringing me on. I have so much to say about this. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I just want to start off. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you good. Okay, wonderful. Yes, so I just want to start off. Well, first of all, I love you so much, T. I've been following you for years. I've seen your progression. And even though I don't really resonate too much with like celebrity gossip and all of that, but what I like about you and what makes you different is that you know how to dive a little deeper. You think for yourself. And um, that's what really uh, drawed me into your channel, not just the mundane surface level stuff of just celebrity gossip and talking about what's going on, but you really break down like the sinister meanings of everything. So I just became a Patreon. So thank you for all you do. I really appreciate you. You are so welcome. And thank you so much for just the positive love and the, the positive feedback. It means a lot to me. So I really appreciate that, sis. Yes, thank you for all you do. You deserve all of the abundance you, you are going to attract in this world. But um, I just wanted to say really quick that we are in a spiritual warfare. Um, mm. you know, we had World War One, World War Two. The difference between World War Three and I feel like that's what we're in right now. They don't have to come out with guns and shooting. They don't have to drop bombs. They drop technology. They drop these viruses. They drop um, this propaganda, this mass manipulation that we're in. And um, Mm -hmm. if you look up the word meta, meta means after or beyond. And um, if you look at even at the word meta, if you consider the word after, it's almost like an afterlife. They want to create a life that's um, after this real life. In the way the satanic and the dark, um, people can say that's a conspiracy, but I mean, if people don't connect the dots by now, I mean, the Illuminati is a real thing. they, these dark beings and even be above the Illuminati, the ones who are controlling this earth, they are creating a reality. They want to play God. That's just what it comes down to. So if you look at even the infinity symbol of the metaverse, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a continuous loop where people will, where you can't get out of. Right. So about going into the infinity symbol, technically infinity means that, you know, you live on forever. There's no beginning. There's no end. But because the dark beings, the ones who control all of this, um, they want to invert everything and turn everything upside down. And they paint it to be like something that's going to benefit humanity. It's really 
the infinity symbol is a sacred, beautiful symbol, meaning that our souls are infinite, we're infinite beings, but they inverted it by using that symbol to say, you're going to stay in this loop. You're going to stay in the trap. It's just like mm. how people are caught into like social media. Um, it's like a trap. It's like a social media is great, right? But mm-hmm. they understand the psychology. And we don't understand the psychology as a collective. We don't understand the psychology yeah. as human beings. Just like and, rem- and remember, um, a few years ago, remember the, the owner, the, the inventors of Facebook, not Mark, but Sean uh, Parker, and then the Indian guy, I always forget his name. Remember, they came out and they said that they wanted to make Facebook as addictive as possible. They wanted it every time you got a like, it, hit, it sent off dopamine sensors in your brain. You know, to the point where, let's say you put up a picture and your last picture had 100 lights and you're walking on cloud nine. But now this picture only has five lights and you're literally beating yourself up like, oh, my God, what did I do wrong? I need to lose weight. You know, why is nobody liking my pictures? They did all of that knowing the psychological damage that it would cause, you know, a lot of young people. And now, fast forward years later, you have a lot of people who have just been mentally and I hate to cuss, fucked because of social media. They don't know if they're coming or going. Their self-esteem is shot. Um, everything is living through social media. They don't even know how to react in the real world. Even when you go to parties nowadays, especially watch young people, you can always tell what generation people are from. Go to a barbecue and see what the people who are 35 and older who were kids before social media, watch how they react compared to the kids who are between the ages of like 13 to 18. All their heads are down. They're all on Snapchat. They're not even taking in the environment. They're not even smelling the barbecue. You got to tell them four times, hey, food's ready. Exactly. But we was kids, we was right there at the grill, plate ready. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're just so oblivious to like just the things that they should like know and appreciate, and that's the part that's just really sad. You know what social media has done to this generation. So it, it does make me nervous for like what is the metaverse going to do? Because this is the same man who who's partners admitted to what they did to get people addicted to Facebook. So what are y'all doing that's sinister in this metaverse that we don't know about yet, that we won't find out about five, ten years from now when they go on another hobo apology tour? Exactly. And that's why I thought it was kind of interesting how the um, the one girl that went on here defending the metaverse and, you know, to each his own, I'm not here to judge anybody because we all just have different perceptions and consciousness. But I think it was very interesting that she was calling Travis Scott a demon, which he is a demon, but for some reason, Mark Zuckerberg is not included in that, you know, pool of demon, demon, you know, demonic, you know, personas. I mean, if you connect the dots, a lot of these people are connected um, that are at the top. You know, are these yeah. people control like Google and um, Facebook and even um, Elon Musk? A lot of these people are connected. They run in the same circle, so they uh, they have the same agenda. They have the same masters. If people just do a little deep, bigger, a uh, little more research and they kind of follow the money, they'll be able to see that these people, I mean, are not really meant to be trusted. And like you were saying, just common sense. I mean. People don't know how to use social media and technology without becoming addicted and being disconnected from yourself. People are disconnected from themselves. They're disconnected from each other. That's why they created this pandemic, in my opinion, the virus, all of this. And so we cannot be connected to not only our souls, 
or we can become desensitized. We don't know how to connect with the uh, other human beings. Like you were saying at the barbecues, they're on their phones. Nobody's talking to each other. People rather sit around each other and be connected to their phone opposed to connecting with each other. And that's how I feel like with this metaverse situation, um, they're going, they're just trying to create a fake universe. It's a fake universe. So we cannot be connected into this real universe that we're in. It's, it's all fake. Why would I pay for fake land when there's real land here? First of all, in my opinion, we shouldn't be paying for any type of land. This is this is all of our land. But because we're in a world, you got to think about it. Who am I paying? I'm paying. Mm. Even if you look at the word cryptocurrency, crypt means death. So you're, yeah. you're pretty much buying dead money. You're investing into dead money. Because at any point, if it's digital money and it's 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 fictitious money, it's not real. It's really no value to it. It's because somebody gave value to it. It's just like somebody said a long time ago, you know why the Mona Lisa has value? It's because someone said it cost as much. I mean, yeah, to me, so I, would never, uh, I would never pay five dollars for the Mona Lisa, but some people would pay millions. Mm-hmm. Someone said it was worth that much. So the same thing with this cryptocurrency, this metaverse. I just think people need to learn to think for themselves and see the bigger picture. And I'm uh, I'm actually a clairvoyant. Um, I do intuitive tarot and oracle card readings, and I'm I'm an intuitive. I can cut, I have a lot of foresight, so I'm like seeing this bigger picture. And it's, it's very sinister. And I mean, to each his own, but I'm not going to be in that dimension of the metaverse. I'd rather have real fresh air. I'd rather be around real mm. human beings. I'd rather um, have my feet on real land. I'm not going to be on a virtual world because they're trying. This is, again, a precursor to the Orwellian state where we have no rights. We have no freedoms and we're going to lose our humanity. It's just this is mm. so much bigger. This is so much bigger. So okay. <laughs> well, that, Layla, you said a mouthful, honey, but you know what? Like somebody said in the chat, the green room is what? It's lit. This is what we do. We have real conversations here. We can all agree to disagree. Some people are here for the metaverse. They're here for cryptocurrency. Other people are like, nah, I'm not really feeling it. But that's what makes the green tea room what it is. I want to hear from everybody. I want to hear everybody's opinion because at the end of the day, it's all food for thought. So I really appreciate you calling in, sister, and, and just thank you with all the good information that you just laid out. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. And I just want to say one thing before I go. Um, and I think it's also just for I hear keep hearing people saying we're going to be left behind. That's a fear tactic as well. We don't have we're not going to be left behind with from anything if we don't choose to participate in a virtual reality. I mean, that's kind of an insult to even God to say that if I don't participate in a fake world that I'm going to be left behind. No, that's a fear tactic. And that's all I want to say. But thank you so much, T. I love you so much. And I appreciate you too. having this open platform. Take care. Definitely. Thank you. And thanks for calling in, sis. All right. Yeah, she came through, honey. She was going in and I'm here for it. I love to hear all sides. So that's awesome. Let me go ahead and um, bring on Gabe the Rebel. Gabe, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Oh, my God, T. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. How you doing, Gabe? <laughs> so good. What's up, Tisa? First, what's up, everybody? Uh, you know, I'm a long time. Just not my first time calling in. Um, okay. Plenty of times before. Um, I'm a new Discord member, so I was one of the people that got in from Patreon. So I've been supporting you for a real long time. But I did want to talk about a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I had I kind of listened to your mm-hmm. last scream that you had. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Perfect. Okay, cool. 
I had listened to your lab screen that you had, but I'm an overnight worker, so I normally listen to you while I'm at work, and this is normally when all the labs are over, and I've, I've been wanting to speak on this, oh, for a long time. Since you since you brought it up, I get all my news from you. I go to, um, of course, I listen to my local news here in um, VA. I'm in Richmond, Virginia, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to um, point out a few things that um, I haven't done my research on the Metaverse. But I remember the last time you did like a live stream, everyone was talking about Ready Player One. The, you know mm-hmm. that? Okay, I watched that book. And everyone was saying that. It was a few other things I wanted to throw out. Just one. Um, um, the Metaverse been groomed for years now. I remember back in the day, I'm a Fortnite player, by the way. I'm one of the people that actually play Fortnite. Um, um, when you was making the comparisons to Travis Scott, it's 100% true. Like, y'all does y'all research. Like, you, your team, everyone, y'all know what y'all talking about. Because I, I was one of the people that was a part of the virtual concert that Travis Scott had and dropped. Actually, they actually took away his avatar now. Um, That's what I heard. You can't even purchase his avatar no more. But I wanted to talk about how we've been, how we as people been groomed for years. I remember back when I, I'm 30 years old. I graduated in 2010. I remember back when I was in middle school. There used to be this game called I M D U. It's I M D U, and it's a 3D virtual world where you use your real money. You can buy clubs, buy clothes. You fix your avatar up. All of that. And I remember when I was in middle school, I was highly addicted to it because my social life in the real world was horrible. But on IMVU, I own cups. I still have IMVU to this day. I still own like all my stuff on IMVU. You know what's funny? The last Zoom meeting that we had, another young girl talked about how she was on IMVU from the time she was 10. I had never heard of it because by the time that came out, I was grown. So what we came to the conclusion at the end of that Zoom meeting, if y'all remember, y'all's generation has been conditioned from the time y'all was in elementary school with this 3D stuff. See, for us, it's very weird. Even today, I, I'm still learning how to do Snapchat. They didn't tell me to make a bit emoji. So I make the girl, then they're like, you got to dress her up. And it felt so weird to me. It felt weird to like put clothes on this animation. But see, I'm from a different generation. But with y'all, I mean, y'all's whole social life is living through these avatars and these fake personas. And when I first heard her explain the whole IMVU, because I had never heard of it, I was shocked that this had been around for as long as it had been around, because she said, really, this is why their generation is so here for the metaverse and the Fortnite concerts and all that stuff, because they've been going to this since they were like eight, nine, ten years old, way yeah. back in like 2007, 2008. You had to spend, like, I remember going to my grandmother, I was raised by my grandmother, I remember mm-hmm. my, like birthdays, Anytime it was like a special occasion, I was getting any type of money, anything. I would want my grandmother to buy me these INVU cards. $10 is $10,000 on INVU. So your money is going further. Yeah, a lot of the things are way more expensive on there, but your $10, I was like, I didn't spend thousands. Well, my grandmother spent thousands. And me, once I got up age to like 16, 17, where I was able to work, most of my check was going to this thing. So that was one point I wanted to make. And it was another thing that I wanted um, to make as well because I wanted to bring this up the last time, but um, I was typing it in the comments, but I don't think you know anyone has seen it, anything. But, okay. So back in 2020, um, it was right after the lockdown. I believe we got locked down in March. And 
um, May, the show came out in May. Um, I believe it came out like May 1st. Um, it was, it was a, it was a, um, Amazon original, Amazon Prime original. It was by the name of Upload. So it's this TV show. It's one series. Um, I think they're coming out with, um, a season two. Mm-hmm. And upload, pretty much upload. I haven't done my research on the metaverse, but I'm guessing it would be like upload or whatever. The way that, the way that show worked and it creeped me out. Cause mind you, you're watching the show and we're in the middle of a lockdown. So can't nobody go anywhere. Everything is shut down. Um, I couldn't even go to work. I work um, at Walmart or whatever. So I couldn't even go to work. Like everything, you know, this was like at the tip of the fucking, oh, not, oh, I'm sorry to curse. At the tip of like everything shutting down. So like, it's like when you die, your soul is uploaded into the computer. Mm. And, you live, and you live in a virtual world. That's like that's the whole thing about the whole show. So you know how like right now, you know, everyone you make a will, you you plan your funeral arrangement, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. the show takes place, I believe it's it's set in year twenty thirty three or something like that. Like twenty thirty, like it's set like maybe ten years from now. And when everyone was talking about the metaverse, like I'm like, wow, like we're being conditioned to to look to see these things as normal as like just not physically having anything it's like i remember you had made a statement and you was like um i don't know if i'm going to quote you right but it's mm-hmm. like um own nothing and you're happy or something like that like, oh yeah own nothing and be happy from the um from the organization that was saying that uh, the world something organization yeah own nothing and be happy so and 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 it's crazy because it's like, wow, like when I was watching that show upload, it was like, wow, like these people literally spending real money for an afterlife. And um, mm. the, plot, the plot of it, it was like this really like really intelligent guy or whatever. And his fiance actually had him killed so that she can be with him forever. And she uploaded him. Mind you, he didn't have any money at this time, but her family was rich. I think that's what I remember. And like she mm-hmm. was funding his afterlife. So, you know, he was living the best life until he really didn't want to be with her no more. So she stopped funding his afterlife. So he dropped down to like 2D, couldn't do anything, was stuck in like a trance or whatever, because he didn't have enough money to really live in the afterlife. So I just look at all of that as being like dumb crazy. It's like it's it's just weird. It's just weird yeah um, it's all conditioning and predictive programming you know yeah. they put it in movies and they i mean it's it's even crazy now when i go back and i watch movies from even my childhood and i'm making connections to what i'm dealing with right now in my real life in 2021 and these are movies from the 90s you know so yeah it's 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 crazy it's a it's a lot to digest it's a lot to think about but thank you so much gabe for calling in i really appreciate it Yes, that's that's what I wanted to touch on the INVU and upload. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. All right, let me go ahead and bring on Morgan. Morgan, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you perfectly. Oh my gosh, I'm trying not to fangirl, but like I want to <laughs> say real quick, I love you so much. I've been watching you since high school and yeah, I just love you so much. Um, oh, thank you. Love you, too. Uh, the first thing I want to say is back to what Jose said in the beginning about the um, the ad. 
Um, when I watch Hulu, the ad comes on with the tiger and the kids. And for some reason, like that tiger, it just creeps me out. Like, I know they're mm-hmm. trying to make it cartoonish for like people to be like, oh, the metaverse is fun and cool. But it just creeped me out. And that voice the tiger had, it just, it just, it just creeped me out. And then also another thing is with this whole metaverse thing, I'm scared in a sense because of mental health, because back to what Lady J was saying about how people in Japan, they're like closed in and stuff. There's mm-hmm. a word called, I can't say the word. I don't want to butcher it. But my thing is, if we're going to do that, then what about mental health? Because people are now on this thing about being, you know, more positive and trying to heal your wounds. But if you're going to that metaverse, how is that going to make it any better? It's going to make the suicide rate go higher, in my personal opinion. Like, I can just see that happening. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting because, like I said, I can see the metaverse is like, okay, we're all going to go here and chill. Everything is kumbaya. Yeah. We don't have to own anything. We can be happy. But now I'm saying Prada's in the metaverse, Louis Vuitton, people buying big old mansions. So I'm like, so now y'all going to stun on me in this other world too? Like, I could get stunned on in the real world. <laughs> it's It's just personally like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm against it because I might see positive uh, what's the word? Like, it may bring benefits to me, but I can't say I'm going to be wholly, like, all into the world like that because I just feel like with my mental health and just everything going on, I just can't escape when things get wrong. I just make uh, shit even worse, in my personal opinion. But Mm -hmm. I mean, to each his own, because everyone escapes in different ways, even me included. I just hope with this metaverse, I'm scared, but at the same time, I'm kind of excited. It's just, I just want to have a balance with it because, you know, I just see so much negative happening other than a positive. Like, people going to be having sex on there. Like, how are they going to do that? Kind of they're going to be bringing, like, you know, having sex, doing crime and stuff. Like, I don't think it's going to be positive because, I mean, it's Mark, whatever his name is. Like, I don't see nothing positive coming down. Mm-hmm. Like, all positive. And then also one more thing. You know, my thing is, if you know, like, it messes up kids' uh, self-esteem when they go on social media, but they're going to make sure their kids are good. So it's just like, they don't care, yeah. they're straight, which is sad, but that just shows, like, there's no morals with people in higher power. Not saying all, but uh, most of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Um, who said it best? Remember Rod Rave? Rod Rave is one of my favorite new rappers. Remember, mm-hmm. he said... Jeezy told us to sell crack, but he sent his son to college. Exactly. So it ain't no different. These rappers do it too. These tech billionaires do it. You know, the one guy said that his child has never had a Facebook account. He wouldn't allow his child to be on Facebook. But you got my kids addicted to it. You got me addicted to it. Like, you know, that's where we got to open our eyes and understand the big picture. You know, like I remember um, when 50 Second, my years ago, was like, oh, yeah, I don't don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I live a healthy lifestyle. But you telling us to take E in the club on our birthday. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? My friends got turned out on ecstasy, you know what I'm saying, on their birthday because In the Club came on and that, you know, that was like the hot song back that summer. So Mm -hmm. that's where you got to like really understand that you don't have to do things to fit in with everyone because a lot of the people who push certain things, they're not even engaging in it. Yeah, and then it brought me back to when um, T.I. and his daughter Deja had that thing. Like, you treated women like shit during your youth and still, now my personal opinion. But you tried mm-hmm. your best to protect Deja 
to like take her to the gynecologist stuff like that it's just like you know what you're doing is wrong but you want to make sure your daughter don't experience it but i'm just like why do it in the first place but you know yeah 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 it's a lot well thank you so much for calling in morgan it was really good talking to you you too love you love you too thanks yeah, this has been a great show. I'm going to keep going. Don't worry. We got a lot of calls, so I'm going I'm to keep going for a bit. I do want to segue, though, since she, since Morgan done brought up sex, honey. Um, I want to talk about sex in the metaverse, okay? This is going to be a real thing. From what I've been researching, yeah, I'm a low-key freak, so I had to research. Will we be able to have sex in the metaverse? Okay. <laughs> but um, there will be sex in the metaverse. And the way I can best describe it, it's not here yet, so don't get excited. I see people twerking in the chat. Don't get excited, honey. Um, the way I can best describe it is if you guys remember that episode of Black Mirror, it was called the Striking Viper episode. And they're playing the game Striking Viper X. And it's with Anthony Mackie and the other guy, I forget his name. And they were homeboys. They were having like a, they were, it was almost like a Street Fighter game. They're having this nostalgic moment. They're fighting in the game. One's a girl, one's a guy. And they start making out. And in the game, they have like all these hookups. So like hookups on their finger and their chest and their, I guess their private parts, honey. I don't know. They didn't show it, but I'm assuming. But they end up having virtual sex in the game. It was so, this was like the craziest Black Mirror episode ever. They have virtual sex in the game, but they're not gay. And then even in real life, they kissed each other just to make sure that they weren't quote unquote gay. And this is just a game fan. And when they kissed each other, they had absolutely no feelings for each other. They thought it was gross. And, but then they went back to the game and kept, you know, smashing. And supposedly the game is going to be so good or like, you know, once they get, they're called um, immersive. It's like a immersive pieces i don't know where these immersions go in your body but it's going to be to the point where you will be able to feel every sensation right so i i, I want to pose this question do you feel like that's why they're pushing this whole thing almost um and this is not to offend anybody where gender just no longer matters you know everything is very fluid there's really no guy girl just gender doesn't matter call me they them he she because the metaverse in the metaverse remember that's what mark zuckerberg said you can be whoever you want to be you could be a bad you know sexy female with a bad shape or you could be a six foot purple monster with seven heads you can be anything in the metaverse and i think once they start implementing this immersive sex gender is not going to matter because in that Black Mirror episode, it was two guys, but their character, one was a guy and one was a girl, but they were able to feel those sensations. I mean, this is where we're going. Just keeping it real. This is where we're going. You know, I Google everything. And it looks like it's going to be here sooner than later, you know, where you will be able to have virtual sex. I mean, think about it. If I can hit up my friend, Lady J, and say, hey, let's go to, well, Travis Scott is canceled, so we don't have to pick another concert, honey. Oh, they done brought Tupac, Tupac back from the dead. Let's go to the Tupac concert. If me and her can go in the met metaverse and go watch a Tupac hologram and have a good old time, okay, how long will it be before people are able to say, well, we're on lockdown, we can't have real sex, but we can have sex in the metaverse, and the best part is you can't get pregnant. <laughs> Ew, you can't catch an STD. Ew, you see that? Problem, reaction, <laughs> solution. <laughs> you see where my mind goes? <laughs> what she 
think about that, Lady J? <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here laughing, and I'm like, wait a minute, when you say immersive, like, you know, they already got these little extra little things that one can do. You know what I'm saying? Do you stick in, pull out, plug in, tune out, and just go to this other place? Like, that's what I need to know, you know? Right. But it, it reminds me of two movies. It mm-hmm. reminds me of this movie, and I put it in the group, Transcendence with Johnny Depp. I don't know if anybody happened to see that movie, Transcendence, but the, basically in the movie, Johnny Depp is like this super genius. And basically, he's he he's dying because somebody... He tries to be God or saying there's no soul or something other. And basically, he downloads his entire essence into this computer. His mm. body dies. His body dies. But eventually what he does is he transcends and he begins to, he ends up taking someone else's body, recreating himself in the image that he was. And then he basically in a micro nano method is embodied in everything on planet Earth water, biology, the technology, and they thought that they killed him, but he still remains. And then I think of Total Recall, where they were having virtual sex in the Total Recall, because I think that was the one where they, they couldn't engage with each other. And I do think that unfortunately, this is the natural progression of things, because the reality of it is the tangible earth that we have, we have outused our resources. So let's go ahead and get the resources of the people who are still here let's take their money because they're going to die anyway because we're going to lull them into a state of ignorance delusion and death because you know the soul dies before the body dies and then mm-hmm. once we do that we take your money and then you're dead um, you're off somewhere and we just collectively do this with everybody until reduced to a number that we're comfortable with I mean, it, it can be, you know, we can go there in a sinister place, but this is some crazy stuff. Do we, do we insert? Do we lay down? I mean, a part of me is like, wow, okay. Do I want to well, have a well, there be sloppy, Will there be sloppy top in the metaverse? I'm just saying. Girl, will it be sloppy? Can a girl get more than 21 pumps? You know what I'm saying? Can y'all pop them up to 40, 50, 100? Y'all out here that's laughing. Y'all can really do good in the streets. <laughs> yeah, it, it's man. It's gonna be the, this future is gonna be very interesting. Let me go ahead and bring some more people on hey, here. It, it really is. Let me go ahead and bring on Chucky Naz. Chucky, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, T, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Chucky? Good. Y'all are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Let me know what you're thinking about the metaverse and just everything that we've been talking about tonight. Yeah. So I feel like like um in the metaverse, right? Um, mm-hmm. Some some fell in the bathroom. Hold on. Okay. So in the bet. So in the metaverse, right? Like how you guys were talking about. I mean, I think it's a good. I mean, just to be funny, real quick, right? I think it's a good opportunity to have uh, multiple baby baby mamas. You know what I mean? <laughs> In the metaverse. A, yeah, in the metaverse, it, it, without all that responsibility, you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel like like um um they've been preparing us for this for 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 a very long time. Like uh some of the prior speakers before they were they brought up uh IMVU and um there there were uh, other virtual games like um The Sims where you can create you know your family your world do whatever you want in there, but. I, 
I'm just left with like a bunch of questions. Um, somebody in the, uh, I Googled like what, what was the point of virtual reality, right? And mm -hmm. to allow a greater overlap of our digital and physical lives in wealth, socialization, productivity, shopping, and entertainment. And that translates to basically a second chance for the broke people. You know what I mean? So for the people that can't afford to go to serendipity, you know, in real life and try, you know, a $3,000 ice cream sundae, they can try that in the metaverse. If that makes mm. sense, because mm -hmm. we, we, they know that we're so uh, uh, um, uh, uh, deep into, you know, escapism. And so they're trying to, like, blue pill the fuck out of us, you know, and it just leaves people with like well, people like me with a bunch of questions like like what's the what's the point in the end? You know, are we are, are we going to transfer our souls into the metaverse, transfer our consciousness? Are we going to have a virtual government um, um, and why move everything into the virtual world like um aren't we not afraid of cyber bombs and blackouts from by other governments you know what i mean mm. like like what happens what, what's going to happen if our entire life is digital and china drops a cyber bomb what's going to happen to being snoop dogg's neighbor and and, and 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 owning all that land you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, um, somebody in the chat earlier, they made, they brought up a good point. They brought up, um, they said that they were trying to set up a new class of assets because you see how people are buying land in in the metaverse with with real money, and and over time it uh, uh, gains in value. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't get the point. I, I don't get the point. Like like I, I I'm afraid of it, honestly. Um, and I'm, I'm afraid that other governments, because I don't want to get too political about this, but mm -hmm. what if other governments are going to try and weaponize this against us? You know what I mean? You made some really good points because, I mean, think about it. It may not happen, of course, you know, next year or two years from now. But let's say they end up doing this whole 3D thing, right? They go around the globe. They take pictures of everything, monuments, the, the Sphinx and, you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa and just everything. And so now we're all living in this metaverse. But what happens when, you know, something sinister, like you said, because the new war, like I've always told you guys, we're going to have war in the digital space. War is not going to be um, pow, pow, bang with guns and grenades. War now is we're going to hack into the water system in Florida and turn up a certain ingredient and poison the entire county. That's war. You know, just like how they hacked into the gas situation and we had the whole gas pumps, uh, uh, the, all the gas pumps on the southeast affected this year. You know, so that's war now is this whole hacking thing. So what happens when... We're all in the metaverse. We've all gotten comfortable and something happens, like you said. You know, one country decides to, you know, mess up another country's digital infrastructure. Then all of that money and all of that stuff that you put into it, what happens to that? I wonder if they really thought that out. Because like I said, is everybody in the metaverse just going to be happy and, 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 you know, all sunshine and roses like Mr. Rogers? No, you'll have some nefarious people in there as well. Yeah, no, of course. I feel like uh, 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 it's the, the the entire thing is nefarious. I think the entire thing has. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. I think I think the entire thing is um, has um, something sinister behind it, something real sinister. Because I don't think anybody is questioning why this is happening. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm I'm sure people are, but but really, why? Like, are they going to be tracking us in the digital world? Like, like, are, uh, why mm. are they going so 
digital? You know, are, are they uh, uh, pushing the metaverse to track us better? I mean, the pandemic separated us, and now they're trying to unite us, but digitally. You know what I mean? Um, right. And it, it, it yeah, it, it, it's really scary. Um, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, I like I like living in the real world, um, but I do like the idea of having fake multiple baby moms. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie said he wants about five baby mamas. He don't want no child support headache. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm I ain't mad at you. Right, right. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no sex safer than metaverse sex. Let's keep that real. Because <laughs> they know what it tonight. is in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for calling in. You made a lot of really good points. I really appreciate you. Well, thank you uh, so much for letting me on. I know you let me on every time I'm on here, and I appreciate that. You're, you're, you're like my real auntie. I appreciate that, Chucky. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Damali. Damali, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello? Hello, hi. Hi, can you hear me? We can hear you perfectly. All right. Uh, so with the, I know I was calling it Meta when the last time I was on here, but in the metaverse, I finally got my words right. I feel like a lot of this is being pushed because as much as it's, you know, being hush hush, we're on the brink of a world war. Like, if it's not going to mm-hmm. be us in China, then it's going to be Russia and Ukraine. Like, things are getting really scary when it comes to America, China, and Taiwan. It's getting scary. And I feel like but, uh, this is, I feel like this is all being pushed due to escapism. But I also feel like it's being pushed. So it's like, you know, th- they can have a piece of us left. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we can mm-hmm. feel like we're living on because. If if that comes, if that happens, all countries involved are going to be screwed. And so people and then people are going to feel hopeless, like, damn. And, you know, and the metaverse is going to be like, well, you know, you can rebuild your life in this metaverse. You don't have to worry about trying to restart in, you know, this world or in America or whatever. You can just transfer over everything so that your soul or what you have can be secure, you know? Mm hmm. Because like you said, you know, the, the great equalizer is death and you can't take anything with you. And I feel right. like that's kind of what the metaverse is going to be like. Yeah, you, you might die here, but at least whoever lives, they might be able to talk to you or interact with you in this in this metaverse, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a lot of things that are going on right now globally. I mean, we got Russia and their military literally at the border of Ukraine. Ready to just wreck shop, you know, and and it's just it's so much, you know, China and Taiwan. And, you know, is this another reason why they're trying to push everybody into this metaverse? Because they know this physical world that we're in is being destroyed slowly. You know, everything from climate change to wars to famine, floods. I mean, we've had some of the craziest weather this year. You know, that's just destroyed a lot of stuff. So maybe that is also part of the plan, too. Yeah, because, you know, everybody's dead. It's like, whatever, we could just go in the metaverse and you can live in the metaverse. And it goes back to, I forgot who was saying it, but living beyond, you know, it's kind of like you don't have to die. And it's just like I said this a couple uh, green rooms ago. It's people playing God where they feel like, you know, you don't have to die or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so that's okay. all I have to say. Thank you. For all right, me well, thank, definitely. Thanks for calling in, sis. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Let me go ahead and bring on Mr. Talk Your Shit. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. 
Oh my gosh, AT, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Um, I just wanted to talk about my experience and of like, co- like before COVID and just now. And I feel like they're just trying to like take away the essence of what the value of life is from us. Because mm. in my generation, I-, I feel like kids now don't even know like the meaning of life anymore. Like, I- like it's just, it's crazy because like, I can't even have regular conversations with them without them getting mad or upset. And I, I don't know if you have, I don't, cause your generation haven't experienced that, but I have mm-hmm. now being 19 and like figuring out life and stuff. I, I just realized that a lot of kids now don't want to grow up and they want to just be in a moment of where they just want to live life as a, just in the moment. Like, okay, we're just like, okay, we're just having fun and doing this and that. They don't want to prepare for what they want to do in life. They don't want to pursue of, of um, other avenues of, of uh, what's it called? Of things they like to do, uh, explore the world, get to know people, socialize. That's like all gone. And I feel like, like when I tell them, I'm like, you, like they're really taking the essence of your life, of your value of life as a child away from you. And they're throwing it with technology. And I feel like life can't be bought. And I, I just, it makes me upset because I like, it's, it's frustrating because it's, it's like as a, as a young teen or like a young adult, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of scary to see how I'm in the, like, I'm just seeing both, like the way the world is just turning into. And I feel like a lot of people in my personal opinion are just going along with this. And I'm like, why are you going along with people who don't have the best interest of poor people or not even poor people, regular folks? Like they don't understand the struggle of regular folks. They're doing this at his intention of just see how, how they can put us in our weakest, just like in our weakest state of like, of, of like, just in, in a state of just like, just like, just giving up and just throwing everything away we have that we used to value, mm-hmm. like we just value. And uh, um because this whole, this whole pandemic is just like, it's just, it just, it just taught me a lot how like, like as a person that it made me how to like, it put me, where it put me in against the wall where I have to now like question my reality of who is around me and who, who am I talking to now and how I, how I am going to have to look at my future because a lot of people now these days don't want to kind of just, uh, 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 kind of see the reality that the world we're living in right now. And, and they don't want to change. I feel like, like do you just- feel like your generation kind of feels like a sense of hopelessness? Yes. Yes, like, like, that's the vibe I get from a lot of it's like young it's like zombie it's like it's a zombie dead state. Yeah, it's a zombie. Yeah, like, like you guys are just going through the motions, and it's almost like there's not even any way that we as adults can reassure you, you know, that it's gonna be okay because yeah. this is not the world that we grew up in. So it's like I don't even know how to reassure my sons, let alone their friends, let alone like my young subscribers. Because it's like, I've never seen anything like what we've been experiencing. So how do I reassure you guys that the future will be okay and you can still be a doctor and you can still be a lawyer and you can still be creative and do what you want to do when you have people who have way more influence, way more money than me telling you, well, the next step is y'all's going to be in this metaverse. So y'all just go ahead and get ready. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like, it's really upsetting, but I, I just kind of just tell myself to just like, it's just an experience that you have, you're going through. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's something that I'm not going to be in a long time. I'm just going to just have to 
fight through it and just keep going. That's how I just tell myself. And one yeah. thing I, I realized is just like, um, as, as for now of what I have experienced is that I, I see a lot of things for what it is. Like now I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of shit for what it is. And it's kind of like when I mention it to people, they still don't even know what the fuck is going on. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like when I try to explain to people, like we have, we just have a lot of just corruption overall. And they're just trying to smooth that out with this technology. Like, okay, y'all can have this technology if you just let us keep continuing to destroy you and your reality and whatever you believe in and whatever, whatever you love. Like, that's how I see it as. And I'm just like, why don't we fight the BBBs? That's what I call them now at this point. Like, I call them BBBs because, like, I call them bed bug bitches because they leech off poor people. Like, that's how I see it as. It's just like, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it, like, it, it is the truth. Like, it's just like, they leech off us of our energy when it comes to food, when it comes to mm-hmm. our, our daily lives. They're just, like, trying to find ways to just come, like, attack us any every corner. And we're just going to, like, I feel like a lot of people are just going to be trapped into this metaverse where it's like i don't have to take self-accountability i don't gotta learn about nothing i don't gotta i don't have to find out what i like in reality i can do whatever i want to do in this world that's just just fake and i just like i'm like uh-uh, i'm not with this shit uh, me personally i'm just like let's just fight back i i want the smoke like that's how i am i'm like oh you want to create this shit i want this i don't want i will i will fight you if you create this shit and put me in it like i will fight them like that's how i am like i'm Okay. Yeah. Well, you want all the smoke. I ain't mad at yeah. you. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. It was good talking to you this evening. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Let me go ahead. Um, we're going to get through. I'm going to try and get through as many calls as I can. We're going to end at 8 o'clock. So um, let me go ahead and bring on Jennifer. Jennifer, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey there, T. Um, hey, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having um, me on and just allowing us to have a platform such as this to kind of brainstorm on what's going on with the metaverse and just how the world seems to be going in general. Um, Definitely. So, um, I just had a question for you. Like, how? What do you think about how it can be possible that the metaverse or just a virtual world might usurp or be, you know, superior over the the real world and like how that may be able to tie with like how the Bible says you won't be able to buy or sell or something like that. Do you know? Well, I think one of the ways that the metaverse will be superior to the real world is the fact that in the metaverse, you can be anything you physically want to be like right now with the 2d internet, right? You can, sit behind a fake profile and be like, oh, I'm gorgeous like Beyonce and I can sing like Mariah Carey and it's all lies, right? But in the metaverse, you can they, you can physically build yourself to look how you want to look. You can physically walk. So for people, let's say um, they're immobile, they're in wheelchairs, you will have a new set of legs in the metaverse. You are digitally walking. You're digitally going into spaces. So that's where I can see it being superior, quote unquote, to the real world for certain people. You know, in the metaverse, you never have to age. You can forever be 21. You know, like you never have to age. You don't have to worry about gray hairs and pimples and things like that. You can be a virtual perfection of yourself. Now, The problem is 
Once you turn that off and you're back in the real world, what is that going to do to your self-image and how you really feel about yourself? Because now you're back in the real world. You don't took out the glasses. You can't walk. You still got acne. You're overweight. And just, you know, just whatever issues you may have with yourself. So that's where it's a slippery slope that once again, we're feeding, you know, people in this generation more perfection and an even in a more dangerous form. Because it's one thing to Photoshop a picture. It's another it's another thing to physically walk and talk and be somebody other than yourself. For some reason, we're being conditioned that to be human, to be yourself is not a good thing anymore. It's not cool. Mm -hmm. So all of these worlds are creating perfection. Even when you think about the infrastructure that they're building, those bridges in the metaverse, they're never going to collapse. You know, those houses are not going to crumble. So we're going to be living in a, in a perpetual state of perfection. I mean, unless something comes to destroy it, but that's what's being ingrained in us to always chase perfection. But as human beings, nobody's perfect. So that's where to me is it's dangerous, you know, but where I can tie that in with the Bible and the whole mark of the beast thing, like you're saying, for me, all of that is coming down the pipeline. I don't know if you've seen the videos on TikTok. It went viral a few days ago. They were posting the Discord. But there's a young man who he was in the, you know, like a corner store. And in all of the stores, they're going to have it where all of the, you know, I usually just open the cooler, you grab something to drink. Yeah. Well, now what they're working on is that they're all going to be sealed. You cannot physically open it. And what you're going to have to do is have a chip either in your hand, or on a card and you have to swipe it and then you put in whatever drink you want and then it comes out. It's almost like a virtual vending machine, but they're trying to say that, oh, they're going to do this because of all the riots. Remember people going into stores, selling beers and doing all that stuff. So again, problem, reaction, solution. But what he was saying is that this is nothing but a setup for the mark of the beast, because if you don't have that chip, if you don't have that card, you cannot buy or sell. Mm-hmm. So they're starting the next phase. Wow. So for me, it seems like it's it can even go further into just a chip because it's a mentality. Like if you subscribe mm-hmm. to that sort of mentality and just this new way of living, um, that's not what God actually sought for his people to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, you make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the part that's just really frightening. And let me read this comment that the sister in the chat wrote, Tierra Roth. She says, what's going to happen to our elders? What is going to become of people who aren't tech savvy? I feel like the first half of this pandemic was geared towards population control to rid some of our elders that may pose a threat to their futuristic plans. Notice Social Security is withering away. Healthcare is ridiculous. They're slowly chipping away of the older generation that won't be able to maintain in this new world and blacklisting the generations on the cups of this new technology and the old way of living. And they are definitely conditioning the newer generation for its normality of the new world. It definitely feels like they're doing this in phases. So she just wrote that in the chat about five minutes ago. And I just thought that was just a wonderful breakdown. Because remember when the pandemic first happened, remember Italy, there's a lot of older people in Italy and over half of their old population died. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's almost like, let's get rid of the older people 
um, because they're not going to understand the metaverse. They can barely handle Facebook. (laughs) You know, they can barely handle Facebook. They're not going to know about VR. So, you know, I I agree with her when she says that a lot of this is coming in phases. And then you have the younger generation saying that they've been dealing with metaverse type stuff since like 2006, 2007. And then you have us in the middle who's like, I never even heard any of this, you know, so it's definitely going to affect different generations very differently. Mm-hmm. And their livelihood and how they're, they're able to sustain and make money and all of that. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody also said, look up the movie from 1988 called They Live. It was way before its time. Um, and I've been I want to watch that. Maybe we should do like a um uh, a Zoom watch party on that because I know a lot of people have been posting that on Discord and it's supposed to be really good where the guy puts on glasses like these quote-unquote virtual reality glasses and he's seeing the real world. He's seeing how the world is really supposed to look and basically the world that he's in is the fake virtual world. So basically it's reversed but it's supposed to be a really good movie. I just haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'll look into that. Um, But yeah, that's really what I wanted to say. That was my my question. So I appreciate your, your input. Thanks. Definitely. And thank you for calling in Jennifer. Right, no problem. Bye. Okay. Let me go ahead and bring on, um, uh, Kashi. Kashi, if you could go ahead and unmute your microphone. Okay. Maybe he's not ready. Um, um, hello. Oh, there you go. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How are you <laughs> I'm doing good. Was, How about I, you? I was, I'm great. I was sitting here panicking. She called my name and I was like, I'm driving. I'm trying to figure out, but I got to know. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Um, but I just want to, I'm not going to hold up a lot of your time, T. Um, but mm-hmm. I do want to say one thing first. I love you. You are freaking amazing. And just continue to do what you're doing. Um, and you got tons of support from me but with anything to do so thank you so much um i would say this um when it comes down to the the metaverse situation i mm-hmm. i always go back to it's been talked about on this, window, on, on, yes 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 sorry okay Is that better? can hear yeah, yeah, that's better. Yep, there we go. So that we can hear okay. you. You know, we we see, right. we see your cue. We want to hear you. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say, you know, um, when it comes down to that, I since day one, I've always thought about Ready Player One as the first go-to when it comes down to the metaverse situation. You know, Mark Zuckerberg to me is the 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 guy that is going to try to take us to that level. Um, but I. I have issues with it because I feel like I think I've heard this a while back to where um, when when C-19 first came to fruition, um, it was mentioned like, you know, if there, if somebody said that if I could um, wave a magic wand and stop the whole world just for a few seconds, C-19 would go away. And I feel like that's the end all be all for the metaverse. If everybody just stops, stays still for a long time, it's going to allow them to control us while we're sitting still. And that can that can be related to um, global warming. Um, that can be related to population control. That can be related to anything they want us to do. 
So if we're all sitting down and we are in this metaverse and we're living this beautiful, lavish life with all these cryptocurrencies and, you know, these NFTs and everything, but we're still in one spot, what's going on while we are not, while we are plugged in? And I feel like that's where we're headed to. They need us to be plugged in to try to fix what they want to, what they want to fix, so to speak. Um, so you so, feel like they're trying to push everybody into the metaverse. So yes. almost like a, y'all look over here while we're over mm-hmm. here doing something with the real world. Exactly. That's what yeah, I that's feel. That's very interesting. Okay. Um, okay. So that's what I feel about it. Um, and and I'll go back to the to the to the movie Ready Player One. Like you know, everybody was so plugged in, and it took that one person. And and, and I'm gonna say my Negro dumbest, <laughs> my Chico dumbest, <laughs> is gonna be the one that's gonna get us unplugged from it. <laughs> uh, but I just look at it that way. Like you know, we all gonna be running towards that because it's gonna be something new for us. Um, it's gonna be something that we're gonna be so involved with to the point it's gonna take that savior, that one thing. For that person to break us up out of it, so I think we're in the beginning stages of these things. We're in the beginning, and eventually we'll get to the point to where we're going to have to break ourselves out of it. But what is that world going to look like once we get out of it? That's what I'm curious about um, to see exactly what's going to be on the other side of it. So, metaverse is going to happen regardless. We're not going to stop it. It's a train that we're not going to be able to stop. But smart ones, conscious ones like you. These listeners, these the, all these tea sippers, they're going to understand what's going on, and they're going to keep that third eye open. And I look forward to seeing what happens, but I'm not going to be stupid and be blind at the end of the day. So I'll leave it at that. I don't want to go too much into it, but just no tea. Okay. I am watching. I'm listening, and I'm going to be constantly watching what's going to happen. And then in a year's time, I'll be listening to you again, saying, "Hey, well." This is what we talked about a year ago. <laughs> this is what's been right. going on. So I'll, I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I, I can talk to you all day and I'm just going to hush. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. All right. Have a good evening. <laughs> Man, like this chat is so lit. The callers are making such good points. Um, I just really appreciate everybody being here. We have like over 1,100 people in here. I think 39 guests. So we have a lot of people like this is awesome. Um, Let me just go ahead and read some. There was somebody who wrote something in the chat that I really liked. Let me see. It was two comments I'm going to read. One from George Freeman. They say, lovely T, you literally make the green room. The green room would be dead without you. I see why Spotify is down with you, girl. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, we definitely have the green room popping. I don't ever see these, this many people in the green room when I go to different rooms. So, And that is because of you guys just supporting everything I do and just being really engaging. So thank you guys for that. Thank you for everybody who's here. Um, there's another comment I also want to read. Um, another sister wrote this. Let me scroll up a bit because y'all got this chat booming, honey. She was writing something. Okay, here it goes. Uh, Toya. Toya Moore wrote this. She says, hey, T, I work at the bank and I get so many calls with older clients complaining about the digital complaining about the digital agenda being pushed on them. For let's see here for assistance financially. When the last person said that people are saying you will be left behind as a scare tactic, I can guarantee it's not. It's the truth. We can see it. It will happen from the older generation not being tech savvy. Wow. So that is very interesting. So 
even a lot, she's saying that even the older generation, they're calling into her bank and they're very concerned, you know, like what's going to happen to them, what's going to happen to their money. They're not really understanding this whole digital thing, you know, and like I said, this whole metaverse, this whole situation is going to affect every generation differently from the baby boomers to the millennials, uh, the millennials, the millennials, whatever you call them, um, Gen X, you know what I'm saying? Gen Z. So it's going to affect every generation a lot differently. And that's the part I can imagine how the baby boomers feel. Cause like I said, half of them can't handle Facebook, let alone NFTs. <laughs> so let me go ahead and bring on a few more people here. Um, just remember, we're going to go until eight o'clock. Okay, Sade, go ahead and mute your microphone. Let's see if you're working. Hello? Hey, Sade. <laughs> oh, oh, you're on the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on I, with the other people's, but we can hear you. Oh, um, can I can I call you auntie? Yes, I'm here for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I'm like in the room. Oh, um, I hear I'm, accent. I'm, I hear oh, accent. Are you in the UK? Yeah, I'm. I'm from East London. Okay, East London in the house. Thank you for staying up and and you know calling into the show. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, it's nearly two a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> so, what um, do you think about the metaverse and everything we've been talking about tonight? Um. So, I think. One person spoke in particular, like the young guy who was like 19. I think I really connected with what he was saying because I'm like, so I'm 23 and I'm a university student here. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but like, I know that I think one thing that's consistent about people my generation or younger is that there's a lot of lost hope, I think, and mm. a lot of feeling jaded and like, sort of nihilism as well because I mean I know for me that a lot of that stems from like my bad mental health because I've got like depression and stuff but like so many people my age as well have depression and mental health issues and stuff and we've been hit with a lot of things whether it's like the um the uh, uh everything that's happened because of the pandemic and like at least from my perspective um I was in a uni dorm university dorm at the time and so many of us were being locked in and there were even stories on the news about um how some university accommodations obviously because they, they didn't see it coming they literally just locked students in their dorm rooms all, all day and mm-hmm. um i know that this is true for the u.s as well that some of these dorm rooms are like so so tiny so imagine being in that box room all day and i know for me i suffered so much because of it and um I know that uh, in the US they have like health insurance and, uh, and things over there, and it's 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 quite mad from what what I see at a distance. Mm-hmm. But over here we have the NHS, which is great and all, but like they're suffering a lot, obviously, because of the pandemic and stuff. And again, with with my, regard to my mental health, it's it's so difficult for me to consistently get medication when I need it as well. And this is in spite of the fact that I don't have to pay for much, but Again, because of the strain on the NHS that's been going on for a while now, you're having to pay for more and more things. And even then, some people are just moving on to private anyway, which is quite similar to the health insurance model. I I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I I really do sort of want to highlight the fact that I think 
young people are being hit so hard and we're just really shook about what what's becoming of the world and even climate change like so many people are saying stuff like I don't want to have babies now or I don't want to bring up kids in this world because you know climate change and it feels like the world is ending sometimes did you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah I hear that from a lot of young people you know and even family members who are married and it's like you guys still don't have kids why not and and granted, it's none of my business, but, you know, I'm nosy, so I'm going to ask. But a lot of it is just like they're scared. They're little like they don't know what the future is. And they're just like, I don't know if I want to bring my kid into this because I don't know what's going to happen a year from now. You know, so it is it's taken a toll on people globally. You know, and that's why I said this whole metaverse thing and just, you know, Corona, like this is a global, this is a whole global phenomenon. You know, it's going to affect everybody from America to Europe to Asia. You know, they're trying to make this, uh, hell, a, a one world order, you know, via the mm-hmm. metaverse. So I, I can see how that's causing a lot of stress and angst, especially for people, you know, under the age of 25. Because and, and then it's sad because there's no reassurance I can give you guys because even for me, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, two, three months, a year from now, because so much craziness has happened from 2020 onward that I could have never imagined. I mean, I, I grew up in the Twin Cities. I live here currently. You could have never told me growing up that I would see a black man, you know, what I'm saying on camera in the hood where I grew up as a kid, you know what I'm saying, have the life choked out of him and that it ends up sparking just a global protest. I could have never fathomed that. So it's like, you know, now that we're in these situations and we've had all these things going on, you know, what the future holds, I just, I have no idea. So I can only imagine, like, at least for us, we can always reminisce and have nostalgia, like, oh, the 90s, before social media, before this and that. You guys don't really have that because you guys are the generation that social media was built for. So all you guys have ever known is MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, whereas we have memories before any of this stuff ever came to fruition. So that's the only thing that gives me comfort when I get around my friends and we can talk about the good old days in the 90s (laughs) and the early 2000s. (laughs) You know, but yeah, it is. It's very nerve wracking for everybody, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Um, One thing that also came up, I think people were talking about IMVU is called Um, Mm -hmm. because I remember that being around and I was like, I must have been like eight or nine. And I was way too young to go on IMVU. I remember asking my dad to go on it. but I I was on um, some other little platform. It it was like this 2D site. It's definitely not up anymore, but it was called Stardoll. And I had this little avatar that was meant to be me. And I had like this little apartment with all these clothes in it because I obviously couldn't afford to buy all those nice clothes in real life because I'm like a working class kid living in East London and I get on the internet and I'm this I have all these nice clothes (laughs) and I remember um specifically like I think Britney Spears and Avril Lavigne had like a a real life clothing drop but they also had like a virtual one on Stardoll as well and Mm -hmm. obviously again I can't afford these clothes in real life so I bought them on Stardoll (laughs) Do, do you know what I mean Right, right. So you kind of live vicariously through those avatars. Yeah, yeah. And I I think, again, with the mental health thing, I think, because I, I know that personally with, with me and a lot of other people as well, like the escapism on social media is a relief, I think, from 
mental health issues and just the anxieties you have. So it sounds a lot like the metaverse would be something that would be very attractive to other people who have mental health issues because, again, there's that relief of you don't have to worry about real life struggles because you're just in a virtual world and you're escaping and, and things like that. Um, right. Well, Sade, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate the phone call. I'm glad you were able to stay up and talk us. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. Um, So let me go ahead. Okay. Have a good evening. Cheerio. (laughs) (laughs) I had had to say it. I had to say it. Oh, my God. We have a few minutes left. Let's go ahead and bring on Jay Fizzle. Go ahead and meet your microphone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, hey, lovely T. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. I want to say I'm a big fan of you since 2016. <laughs> I'm thank you so much. Oh, uh, you got to my- turn down the background. I can hear myself in the background. You got to turn it off. Yeah. Okay, so like if a solar flare ends up hitting it, like how we were discussing earlier, what if like, you know, Russia or China does something to like knock down like the grid you know is the metaverse going to be affected it definitely will be you know and and that's the part that i don't know if they have worked out because again if people are spending if people are taking a million dollars of real money real tangible currency and they're buying homes next to snoop dog <laughs> okay so what happens if the grid goes out what happens if there's a solar flare do they just lose the money just like if you were to have an earthquake in your, you know, your home got affected by the earthquake, would there be some type of metaverse insurance? Like, I don't I have no idea how all that would play out. Exactly. And you mentioned earlier about, um, you know, virtual sex and stuff and you won't catch mm-hmm. TDs, but we'll still catch computer viruses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You could pass the computer STD. <laughs> so, so you try to say if, if I have an avatar, I can catch a computer virus from somebody else's avatar. That was petty. That was so petty. <laughs> <laughs> he says that a computer avatar STD. You could, you know, she could lure, you know, lure you, and you know, um, bring you to her little domain, and then hit you with that virus, honey. You never know. You never know. Well, that's all I wanted to say. I'm a big fan of you, lovely T. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling in, Jay. It was good talking to you. Likewise. Take care. You too. All right. So it's eight o'clock. Uh, let's try Neoma Lashane. Neoma. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I am wonderful. Okay, so um, I know you spoke about the virtual sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Back to player one. I remember because I watched the movie after you all talked about it on a different stream. I can't remember if it was a green room or like just something else like one of the episodes, but um, I watched it. And when dude was preparing to go to the club with the the girl who was also the other main character, that it seemed like they put on like special plates 
like mm-hmm. special parts of the suits that, and it seemed like they connected to their nerves, but not like deeply. So that's interesting. Also, there is another movie that I think is interesting called Altered Carbon on Netflix. And I keep hearing about that, but I haven't watched it, but I keep seeing people write, writing about that. It's good. I've watched it. It's really good. But I feel mm-hmm. like, and you know how you were talking about the uh, uploading your consciousness? Mm-hmm. That is what Altered Carbon is about. Mm, um, and okay. how they do it is they upload your consciousness and they're criminals. They literally like, it seems like they kill, and I say it seems because I watched this movie like months ago and I don't really remember, but they take these criminals and they like kill them, but they keep their bodies. And from looking at the blurb, it doesn't seem like there's a limit on how long they can keep these dead people's bodies on ice. So I feel like that might be what they're essentially preparing for. Mm, okay. Um, because an altered carbon, the main character, he's been on ice for 250 years. And even if you look look at it, just like the um, cover art for that movie, it looks very kind of futuristic. But it kind of looks like Earth is different because you can see the moon as well as a different one of these planets. I forget. So basically, what it's kind of reminding me of, if you guys remember the movie back in the day when we were kids, it was called Forever Young um, with Jamie Lee Curtis, Elijah Wood, and I think maybe, I don't know, Bruce Willis or one of the big actors back in the day, Mel Gibson, I think. And he basically was frozen. It was like through this scientific process. process in the 50s he was frozen and then he ended up getting the thought in like 1993 and so he's like in this whole new world and it was a really good movie so it's almost and they talked about crypto um freezing and all that stuff and they i even heard that walt disney was frozen through cryogenics as well yes i've been hearing that rumor float around too um considering walter disney is who he or who he was it wouldn't surprise me It also wouldn't surprise me if a lot of these other big billionaires like uh, Gates or even Mark would do something like that. Um, Because Mm -hmm. I really do feel like these people, they have a fear of dying and that's one of their only fears. They feel like they have so much to do, but they they know that their time is limited. So if you can upload your consciousness, you have unlimited mm -hmm. time to do whatever it is that you feel like you need to do in this world. Right. And that's the thing with a lot of the, the billionaires is like, when you think about the people who were even rich before them, they've always tried to prolong their life. You know, when you have all this money and unlimited resources, who the hell wants to die? You know what I mean? You want to live to be 300 years old. You could think about the Rockefeller dude. How many heart transplants did he have before he finally was 100 and something? Yeah. And think about where did, where did he get these hearts from? He wasn't on a donor that's, list. Probably some so poor kid in Cambodia, a kid in Africa, that, a kid in Chicago. They're that, not on special donor where list. You could, exactly. Or that's where you could say a bunch of these colored people are going missing. That's really what I'd be thinking. Don't uh, Organ harvesting, I really think that's what they'd be doing. 
And I don't feel like the organs are going to people who actually need them. I feel like they're going to rich people who are dying because they're horrible people. Yeah, they're definitely obsessed with immortality and, and all that stuff. So the metaverse is right up their alley. But thank because, you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. You have a great rest of your night. Okay, you too, sis. Bye. We're about to wrap up here. Um, Sukina, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello. Hello, lovely T. Thank you hey, for letting me you? speak. I know I know we have like very limited time, but there's so much to talk about. However, I did want to talk real quick about um, the Vegas pop slots. That's one thing that I experienced a long time ago, that um, it's a game where you make an avatar and it's actually controlled by like MGM and Aria, all the Vegas strip casinos, they allow you to play virtually. And then in real life, you can come in and collect the rewards for that. And a lot of my friends thought it was fake, but it actually really existed. Like you could actually come in and say, hey, I got this many points. I want to get a meal at the buffet and they'll allow you to come in and get the meal at the buffet. Um, But another thing is, I don't know if a lot of people tried the bootleg version of virtual reality, which is basically a little headset. And you connect it with your phone. And mm-hmm. so what this what this does is that it allows you to download any app that allows you to do virtual reality. And you're able to see everything through your phone. And one thing that I tried, and this was kind of like a dark web story, really. But um, they had this game. It was like a knockoff version of Slenderman. And when I played it, I legit thought I was actually in that little graveyard it was so real and I don't think that a lot of people have had that um, experience where you feel like it's actually happening to you I remember taking off the headset and I never played that game again even though I'm a huge fan of horror so honestly I think it's the way that people see it and I know that um, a lot of people have watched different movies but it's different when you're actually playing But again, this was in the earlier stages when they were actually trying certain things out. The Oculus wasn't that great, but this one definitely messed up a lot of people's minds. And I was not the only one that experienced that. So I am a little scared, but I am praying for all of us that we get through this in a certain way. And I'm sorry, I know that we have a limited time. I just wanted to say that real quick. Don't want to take up that much time. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Have a good evening. You too. All right, Lady J, you there? I am. I'm still here, sis. Yes, this was a great show. I just did you have any like last words before we leave up out of here? So many you good know, points were made. It was a lot of great points, y'all. I had fun listening. I do want to say I want to leave with this um, two points. The whole um, the sex in the virtual metaverse and how this, you know, identity and how we embrace that. I think we'll probably be talking about that in another green room discords conversation. But one thing that I did want to mention really quickly is about, and a few people mentioned about what happens like after people die. And I wonder if it's another play on owning 
the soul or property of us. You know, when we leave here, we leave a lot of tangible effects. We have estate sales, our bodies decay and die, and we go on about our business. But I wonder if there's more money in the fact that imagine your mom or your aunt had a plot of land and had a virtual them. And then you that person passes on and you want add access to that person. How much money do you have to pay to whomever to get access to your family members? Um data or information, their metaverse history. Mm. Um, I was thinking about that when we were talking, you know, everybody's kind of dropping their little gems. And since we're at the end, I'm not going to go too far into it. But those were two things that I'm left with. How those two things are going to alter how we engage. And oh, the third one, mental health. I think those are three points I think we'll probably talk about more in the future. But great conversation for sure. Definitely. No, yeah, there was so many good points hit on during this whole conversation. And I just like that everybody came from different angles, you know, regardless mm. if you believe in the metaverse, want to go to the metaverse or want nothing to do with the metaverse. It's all about just being open minded and, you know, agreeing to disagree and just listening to everybody's points. So I just mm. thank everybody for coming this evening, being respectful. The chat was lit. Discord was lit. So thank you guys so much once again. And that's the end of the show. We'll be back again next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye, you guys. If you're here to enjoy the tea, then feel free to chat with me. Come on and talk to me. I really want to know what you think. I want to hear your truth. I want to see what you see. Come on and talk to me. Pick up lovely tea in this table cheese. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.